Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. Hello, and welcome back to the winner's edition of the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. Jason is tired, just FYI. I'm just starting this podcast off with he's <laughs> exhausted. Usually I'm not. I go to bed. Anyone that knows me, like, I go to bed 2 a.m. like every morning, but I went to bed very late because... We, we were, were having a snow fight last night. And then night. I woke up at 7 and... Uh, he's had a day. I've had a long day. So caveat over, Arizona <laughs> men's basketball defeated USC tonight. In a very late night game, 87 to 81. And it was actually closer there at the end than it should have been because Arizona was leading in double the, digits. The score is not indicative. Indicative. What the hell is that word? Indicative of the performance. I think indicative is a real word, honey. Yeah, but I said indicative. Oh, okay. There we go. Indicative, <laughs> Lord, of uh, what kind of game it really was. Thank right. you. And thanks for joining us. Good night. So that has been the Wildcat Scoop <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, just kidding. We we have questions as usual. Um, hold on, I've got a eyelash thing happening here. <laughs> Chubby's eye is seizing up. Like I've got an eyelash in my eye. Um, how big of a win was this for Arizona? Well, it's big for a few reasons. Okay, so let's just start from the, from the top. Uh, number one, Arizona has locked in, due to other results as well, Arizona's locked in the second seed for the Pac-12 tournament. Woo-hoo. No matter what happens on Saturday against UCLA, Arizona is the two seed in the Pac-12 tournament. It's actually kind of still early to figure out who they're playing, but it could be Washington State, Stanford, or Utah, it looks like. Um, those are the three teams that will most likely, one of those will be Arizona's opponent in the first round Thursday at 7 p.m. is also guaranteed. So, uh, big big in that regard. Number two, this time of year, you're trying to get all the quad one wins that you can. Arizona gets another quad one win on the road against a USC team that had been playing well. Um, You know, when it comes to seeding on all that, I've said this for a few weeks, didn't, even when Arizona lost a few games, that when you add up Arizona's quad one and two record, there's not going to be many teams in the country that can match those numbers. Those numbers are going to be very good. Um, this is another example of a big, you know, victory. This time of year, I, I've said that, you know, we've talked about Arizona possibly dropping down to a four if it got swept. I don't see a scenario no matter what happens in the next two, three, four, whatever games where Arizona drops down to a four. In my opinion, Arizona has locked at least a three. If it beats UCLA, we're talking at least a two. And if it wins the Pac-12 tournament and beats UCLA, even Joe Dumbass Lunardi admitted that Arizona would be very much in the running. Is that for, official title? Yeah, two paid dumbass um, for a one seed. So this was a... You know, I, I said in the in the 
pre the preview of this game, like I don't, and I tweeted it. I don't, you know me. I don't like to think that one game is during the regular season. I don't games a game, right? But even I said this. This was a big game. Avoiding a possible sweep, you know, UCLA is a, a tough team. Beating and sweeping a team like USC, who's still a tourney team, um, it is a big deal when you're able to beat a team on the road. And, uh, yeah, and I think also the fashion that it was done. I mean, it'll look like it was a six-point game, but I think we all know better. Uh, Arizona, the game was tied at 12, and that was the last time it was tied the rest of the game. Arizona led the rest of the game after that. So um, really, in my opinion, like for where we are in the season, can't stress enough. And I hope Arizona fans recognize, um, maybe they don't recognize it as much sometimes because of the way it played out, but this was a very legitimate win at this point in the season. Or as my father said, they should have won by more. Is that really what he said? Yes, he texted me. Dude, someone else tweeted at me like, there's no winning by more this time of year, guys. I mean, you win Arizona won by six. matchup with some of the, like, Boogie Ellis Boogie played Ellis? out of his mind, which we'll get to in a minute. Like, come on. Arizona, and here's the deal Arizona scored 87 points this game. It scored 81 points in the other win against USC. Those are the two highest point totals that USC's given up all year. USC had the number two, two, two. Two two-point defense in the country. Those those. Arizona has thirty-four points in the paint. Get out of here with that crap. Not you. Come here right now. Are you telling my father-in-law? Yeah. Wait, my father, your father-in-law. I'll fight my father. My father. <laughs> Jason and his dad will fight yeah. you. Uh, well, that was one of the best offensive performances of the season. What went right? All of it. I oh. mean, that was even Bill Walton, who I thought was actually tolerable tonight. Bill was hilarious da- tonight. Dave, Dave was a little weird. Dave, Dave was kind was of hating. I think he was kind hating. of uh, in the general consensus on Twitter, because I asked people, I said, is, is it just me? The general consensus on Twitter was he was just fed up with Bill. But it sounded like at times no. like he was trying way too hard to make the game closer than it really was at times. No, it definitely was. It was weird. It, it was, was weird. Really but weird. I thought actually, yeah, I thought Bill was tolerable. Sometimes I felt I'm, that Bill repped Arizona really well. I'm off and on with Bill, but I liked him tonight. Maybe because Arizona won. And he was <laughs> like, to wear his headset properly. Yeah. And Dave kept trying to change and it. And by the way, say what you want about Bill, but we can all agree that it is hilarious when he goes on ESPN and shits on Joe Lunardi, who's ESPN's bracketologist. Yeah, ESPN has to be cringing. When he does that. But in terms of Arizona's offense, um, you had five players in double figures, and you had another player with seven points in Cedric Henderson. The ball movement tonight incredible, was remarkable. I mean, 21 assists on 32 buckets, 9 of 18 for 3. So like we said in the preview, USC's defense revolves around, we're going to sag off you, and sure, if you want to take threes, go for it. Arizona didn't fall for it, and the threes that they took, except Courtney Ramey put up like a 26-foot three just for the hell of it. Yeah. That was probably the only bad three that Arizona took, and that's why they finished 9 of 18. Arizona can make threes. It's when they get lulled into shooting 30 of them that you're like, okay, calm down. So they went 9 of 18 from three. They didn't fall into that trap. USC, meanwhile, went 10 of 26. Courtney Ramey, um, 16 points. Azulis, which we'll get to, 25. Umar, 10. Kirk Risa, 11. Kylan Poswell, which we'll get to also, 14. Cedric had 7. And, and, and Pella didn't even play well. 
because well, no. of foul trouble and well, you know, also getting assaulted. Right, <laughs> the technical foul. <laughs> uh, the biggest thing to me is, and, and Tommy Lloyd said it after the game, is Arizona realized that the high risk plays aren't worth the possible turnovers when you could find easier plays, basically. And I thought what we saw today was Arizona didn't take those high risk opportunities. It ran its offense more than it has been. And USC could do nothing to stop it. Now, people say that USC doesn't have bigs, but they do. Like I said, USC is very good at uh, interior defense. You know, their, their numbers defensively, which we talked about, are good. And, you know, you take a look at, at their defensive numbers. Uh, you know, they're 11th in the country now. They, they, that's plummeting for them. They fell in two-point defense to third. Going to the game, they were second in the entire nation in two-point defense. And Arizona scored 34 points in the paint and ate their bigs up. Joshua Morgan is a legitimate defensive center. Four fouls. He had 11 rebounds. Couldn't guard anyone. Vince Iwachuku, that might have been one of the worst games he's had since he's been back. Love the guy. I think he's awesome, but did not play well. Um, and and, and when, when that's happening, you know, Trey White didn't play well. The USC, who's one of the best defensive teams in the country, just could not guard USC. I'm sorry, other way around. Yeah, USC way could around. not. I'm there sorry. USC could not guard uh, Arizona in any way, shape, or form. The ball movement, um, you know, Arizona only had eight, nine offensive rebounds, but turned into 11 second chance points. Uh, you know, it, it could it send them to the line, which they didn't shoot well. They shot 67%. The game could have been much worse if Arizona even shot, you know, shoot the. Th- 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 Throw in four more points in there if Arizona Arizona shoots a normal percentage. Am I having a stroke? I might be, but um, <laughs> it was just I, I thought the thing that turned out was a taking care of the ball and b the movement, the passing was just utter. Like the some of those passes that Kerr did tonight the, the, were the, incredible. The, the play that stuck out was where you know Cedric they found Cedric wide open for three. That was amazing. I mean, it was just teams in college don't pass like that like when you watch the majority of college basketball european ball yeah when you watch the the majority of college basketball the offense sucks like we're spoiled like like the offense in college basketball generally this is a very like nba-ish offense and the flow and all that and so um you know it's it's everything went right but the ball movement i thought was was very impressive tonight against a a good don't don't let the 87 points fool you. Don't take it away from Arizona because Arizona is so good offensively. USC is a good defensive team. The end. Boom, bang. Boom. Big Mic bomb. drop, guys. That was a hard team to beat. Um, Here's the elephant in the room yeah. that we're going to talk about now. Well, that was ready? a little, I'm not sure why you called me an elephant, Shelby, but I, that's okay. I didn't. I was referring to Julius Tavellis. Wow. Is Julius is an elephant? It's a, it's just a figure of speech. Oh, okay. It's just a figure of speech. I'm tired, like okay. I said. Uh, there is no real elephant. Um, Are you so tight, though? There was. Is Azulis Tubelis quote unquote good again? Yes. I don't like how you phrase that. So is he good again? I mean, he was always good. He just needed to find himself. <laughs> so I don't know what Tommy Lloyd told Azulis. I think he threatened to send him back home. But uh, whatever he told him, you should tell him that again tomorrow when they have breakfast. Um, and what's interesting is Julius finished with 25 points, and I, I would have to look up when his last bucket is. I'm actually going to do that he didn't live. Score but he didn't score for back half of the second half. Yeah, um, I'm going to talk while I look it up because I'm I'm very talented. I'm not sure if you know this, but I can multitask, <laughs> Shelby. 
Um, really? Because you don't wash dishes and mop at the same time. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay, this took a dark turn. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking now. When Azulis' last basket was. I'm literally doing this as we speak. Nobody is better at research. Should I do some elevator music? The last bucket... The last bucket that Azulis had was at approximately, wow, the thirteen oh six mark, shall they? Whoa! No, the twelve thirty three mark. When the score was fifty seven to forty seven, that was the last time Azulis scored, and he finished with twenty five points. Uh, he was the best player on the floor, not named Boogie Ellis. I thought, you know, again, Boogie was crazy, but um, I think the thing that really we take away from the performance tonight is Azulis realized that USC had no one that can guard him off the dribble and USC tried to use Trey white and poor Trey white is going to have nightmares. Yeah. I mean, zoo, most of zoo's points came off the dribble where he was just like, I'm better than you. And he had a couple, he had two plays where he did the same thing where he was looking off the ball, like he was going to pass. And then he quickly turned his head to the bucket and hit a floater. Like that I is a, that, that is a really impressive play. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, it, and maybe Tommy was right. He said that sometimes you need a lull to remind you of what it takes and maybe things start to come too easy for you. But um, it was very clear USC had no one to guard him. And, when, and I think we lost the narrative along the way a little bit. Julius Tubelis is one of the best players in the country. He had three average games. Yeah. I mean, like ASU, he wasn't good defensively, but he still finished with 17 to 9. And I think that's something he deserves credit for tonight as well, is the 25 and 10 are going to get noticed. He was really good defensively He tonight. did. He was very effective right. tonight. I mean, he that's the, you don't need him to be a superstar defensively. You need him to be good enough, and, and he was clearly good enough defensively. Um, he's fine. He's going to be fine. One of my favorite things that Walton said tonight, amongst many, was that he said someone needs to tell USC that Tubelis is left-handed. Yeah. Because he always goes to the left, and they were not guarding the left. And Dave Pash even was talking about how Jaime Hawk was the hands down the player of the year. And Bill Walton was like, wait a second. Tubelis is the highest scorer in the Pac-12. Well, they put up a graphic at one point. And I don't, and again, I, I love Jaime Hawk. I think he's awesome. He's, he's great. They put up a graphic. Six guys in Pac-12 history, history, have led the Walton Pac-12 in scoring and rebounding. Yep. History. Azulis is on the verge of becoming the seventh. Yep. That's insane. And that guy's not going to win second best place. And in, in look, I'm, I'm, you know, Julius has to play well on Saturday. Yep. If he doesn't play well, he won't win it, which is a shame. But that's just how the media works. And I have a vote, Chubby. I don't know if you know this. I know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. The point is. Whatever. Don't give it to him and piss him off. The point is, it's not over well. till it's over. And Jaime Hawkins is very deserving. Julius Sabellis is also very deserving. And it's pretty clear that the third in the league is Boogie. I mean, Boogie was all. I, he was and, awesome. Again, I'm not a big Boogie Ellis guy, you know, as you guys know, but he was a badass tonight. I mean, he pretty much him I mean, and the other players. He was 11 Johnson. of 20, right? Yeah. Uh, Kobe Johnson was 3 of 7. Peterson, 2 of 9. 1 of 6. Uh, Reese Dixon Waters was awesome tonight, too. But that guy's going to be a stud. Like, he's, he's got potential. I think in both breakdowns, I, I wrote that he, he was a dude to keep an eye on. He's going to be really good for USC next year. But. It was basically a, a three-man game. And, uh, you know, speaking of Drew Peterson, because we're going back, I think Arizona's defense, you know, USC scored 81 points. USC shot 41% from the field. Uh, you'll take that, you know, 
yeah. a team shooting 41. Drew Peterson's numbers against USC in his career are really weird because he's clearly a good player, and I know his back was bothering him and all that. He's a career 25% shooter against Arizona. Like, it was Dalen Terry making his life miserable. It was Cedric and Pella today. It, it, it becomes much more difficult for USC to win when Drew's not playing. And the way that the Pac-12 tournament is set up, there's a very good chance that Arizona is playing USC next Friday. So we'll see it again. Sad. So sad. We'll see it again. And, you know, shoot three wins over USC would be wild. But, um, We're just gonna you go know, I'm kind, of a, I'm kind of a whatever to the Pac-12 tournament. But we'll get to we that. Know. We'll get to that when it comes. Okay. Um, well, there was something special that happened tonight. Uh, Kylan Boswell had a big game on a national stage, even though it was like super duper late. Uh, what did you take away from his breakout performance tonight? Yeah, so we've seen glimpses from Kylan Boswell. And all of us basically have said next year he's going to be really good. This was the I'm good now type of game. This was the best game of his season uh, 14 points. His defense was pesky. I thought Boogie, you know, look, you got to credit Boogie Ellis. I mean, he was really good, but there were multiple times where Kylan Boswell played great defense. The last possession, that for instance, amazing. Um, the strip and then the steal. It, I mean, it, he, he's, yeah. I, I mean, it, Kylan Boswell is a very good defender. Played 23 minutes tonight, 14 points, did not turn the ball over. A freshman guard on the road having no turnovers in 23 minutes. Also, how old is he? I'm glad you asked. I was really hoping he would it's score. breaking news. Because if he, he had 14 points, if he scored 17, would the world just have, like, collapsed on itself? Crumbled. So <laughs> there's some really, I said, what happens if Boswell turns 17? And there are very there are a few very sexual answers. I'll just say that. If but, Boswell turns 18? No, turns 17 and has 17 points. What will oh, happen? I but, see, I see. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the kid's really good, and it, it is very apparent at this point of the season that he's playing some of his best basketball. They're going to need him against UCLA, but he's, you know, it's it's not easy for a freshman to play in the tournament, but he's the type of presence that Arizona needs because all of a sudden it's not just Pell off the bench, it's Kylan off the bench as well, um, which is, you know, it's a big deal. Like, you need it. You need that guard off the bench. A lot of teams don't have that. Look at USC. It was Reese Dixon Waters, but... He can't handle the ball. And when Boogie went to the bench with foul trouble, USC really struggled. And a lot of teams, you know, UCLA is the same way. If Tiger Campbell's not playing well, I know UCLA fans like Dylan Andrews, but it's it's not the same. ASU, not the same. It's just not the same if you don't have that second guard. Um, you know, it, it, and, and there's a big drop-off. And if Boswell plays like this, there's not that big of a drop-off. And some nights there isn't a drop-off, and, and that's a big deal. I even think I said during the game, when he's on the court, there's, like, this leadership energy that Arizona's lacking. And he's a freshman. So that's really promising for the future, for the program, to have a player like that who's getting this really good experience this year. And he's stepping up. He's not playing like a freshman, and hopefully he's stepping into this consistency of being reliable. So, like, if Kerr's not having a good game, you know, when Boswell's out there with Ramey, they're a great combo, and the passing stays the same, and they're and they're and you're using my verb, or my adverb, pesky. They just, I don't think USC really planned for him very well. So, he did a great job tonight. Great job, Kylan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, well, were there any other shout-outs? Yeah, so again, 
Um, I don't do this often, but shout out Boogie Ellis. I thought he was freaking awesome. He deserves credit. 11 Boogie. of 20, 35 points, six threes, two turnovers. Uh, he was awesome. But Arizona, Courtney Ramey. I mean, shit, I could shoot out. Shoot out. Wow. I could shoot out the whole team, dog. Come <laughs> at me. Uh, I could shut up the whole team. Courtney was great. Uh, Julius, we were talking. Umar, you know, I was hard on Umar. Sorry, shaky. He started poorly, but like Tommy made sure to shout him out after the game. He finished with 10 points, five rebounds, and three assists. That's what you want. And he didn't turn the ball over, I'd think. You he know, had really good hands today. Like he actually got the ball could, a couple times. In the second half, he finished with five points, three rebounds, and turned the ball over once, and then had a block and a steal. Um, you know, it, if you're into plus minus, believe it or not, he was the only guy that was plus uh, in the second half. I don't believe in it. I, I hate the stat, but when it helps me, I like it. Um, and, uh, you know, Kerr Carissa, he had that two-pointer. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, whoa. Kerr, whoa. He's working on whoa, it. Whoa, Kerr. Some fancy threes. Four assists, one turnover. Cedric was that big three, seven points, four rebounds. Um, yeah, I mean. Can't complain. And and shout out to Tommy Lloyd, you know it, it, Arizona could have absolutely crumbled after the way the ASU game played out, and I'm not sure anyone would be surprised. Um, but you know it's a situation where it re-energized them. Like they looked like that was one of the better games they've played all year. I don't think I hope people realize how good of a game Arizona just played. That that would beat a lot of teams in the country the way they played tonight. Um, but for Arizona to come out focused and re-energized and all that, uh, coming off a loss the way that they lost that game, is uh, impressive. It's a big deal, yo. And tonight, uh, tonight's win was the 58th in Coach Lloyd's career at Arizona. And that tied for the most in Coach's first two seasons in NCAA history. Yeah, but he sucks. Yeah, but he's awful. He shouldn't even be talked about for Coach of the Year, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. It was a USC fan just said, I would slow down on completely outplaying him. We had a chance to win the whole game. Oh, that's so sweet. Hey, also shout out to that USC fan that got uh, ejected by that ref that you love. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I hope they tased him. He looked very unruly to me. I am wondering what he said to absolutely for Tony Padilla to eject someone that. That's pretty awesome. A USC fan too, and my favorite part is that he's got the those good seats, so he know you know he paid a lot of money, yeah. to sit in those seats to get ejected. And let's be very clear, his wife left as well when he was the one that right. got ejected. Right, right. As Shelby and I had a discussion, I would expect her to stay at the game uh, if I got ejected, I and would, vice versa. I, I would stay, if even though Shelby. Ejected. Let's be let's, let's be very be real clear. Honest, I'm Shelby, ejected. right? Okay, I'm glad okay, we're on I'm the same ejected. page. Shelby is much more likely to get ejected than I am. Yes, that so. is. True, though it's never happened before. Yet. Yet. But. I told Shelby if Arizona plays in the West in Vegas that I will buy her tickets, and we'll see how that goes. But until that point, um, we're going to preview the UCLA moment. game in 45 minutes. No, we're actually no. going to sleep oh, first. Okay. I guess uh, we're doing that tomorrow evening. Uh, yeah, well, thankfully, it's an early tip on Saturday. It's 8 p.m. Oh, wow. One whole hour. Yeah, so we're good. Uh, but yeah. Thanks for joining us. Big win, guys. Enjoy it. It's a time of the year. It was an important win. It was an important win. It was a good win. That's all I got. Bear down. Bear down. Also, um, you know, based on bracketology, with the USC loss, four more, at least, how many Big Ten teams are now in the tournament, Shelby? 
I believe it's 28. Yeah, 28 Big Ten teams are now in the NCAA tournament with that USC loss. So that's yeah, a big deal. They're so lucky. All of them. Big 40 is what we'll call them.